Hello, everybody. Welcome to you and now comics. Uh, right now, uh, I'm Lou Gonzalez. Joining me is John Scott. I like fancy robot Craig better. Fuck the other Craig. Hmm. Uh, Leonardo. Uh, all of the adjectives that Connor gives him. <laughs> Tavario. Gorlami. 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 That's racist because you know I'm Mexican and he's making fun of my Mexican name. I feel like that's racist. Oh. I'm, I'm gonna try and figure out a way to cancel. Don't worry, I'm working on it. Okay, we're gonna well, effectively. Your whole mission is to just effectively cancel movie dumpster. God, that it. should be our, oh, that yeah. should be our title of our episode: cancel Conor McGraw. <laughs> <laughs> um, and joining us later, he's gonna jump in at some point. He's watching wrestling. He's watching the Royal Rumble. John Siler will pop in. Um, it's still real to him. Yeah. Uh, so we'll start a couple of news things. Um. And then I'll talk about my movie-going experience during the week. And um, then we'll talk about what we're reading. And I think if we have time, we'll also talk about... I think we've all seen Wonder Woman at this point. Yeah. Did so. I finish that movie? <laughs> well, it's <laughs> off of HBO Max now, Leo, so... You beat it. Oh, it is? Oh, it is? Oh, yeah, it was only for like a month. Uh, yeah. well, from what I heard, I didn't miss much. So, we'll get into it later, because I definitely want to hear Siler's stuff on it. But tying in, so we have an official release date with a $150 million four-hour Snyder cut. Um, March 18th. You'll need to take off the day from work to be able to finish it. Listen, I I was literally just doing the math in my head. I'm like, all right, so March, I think I tweeted about this too. I was like, March is uh, ending. WandaVision's going to like have its finale. Mass Effect has its remaster coming out. Snyder cut. Sorry, you just reminded me of that. I'm like, I forgot. That's Snyder, the next game I have to buy. Snyder cuts the 18th. Falcon and Winter Soldier is going to start the literal next day on the 19th, and then Godzilla versus Kong. Oh my god, that I'm hyped. And like all of the stuff, because we could also talk about like that trailer. That yeah. All right, let's talk about that. We'll jump to the other like Warner Brothers stuff. So Snyder cut coming out. That Godzilla versus Kong trailer. Holy shit, am I hyped oh, for that? Oh, I literally just finished watching all like the MonsterVerse movies this week. I have to watch Skull Island, but I might do that. Like Skull right Island's before. fucking great. You don't have to. You don't have to. Oh yes, wow! Do. Okay, I'll shut. I'll shut up. I'll shut up then. I'll shut up. I thought I'm sorry. Are you not a Skull Island appreciate? Uh, Skull Island fan, there, Leo? Dude, I was, I fucking fell asleep and I was like, "What is happening? What is?" Oh, that is John very Goodman. funny. Do you you want to know the John only Goodman? Movie? <laughs> John Goodman is only here just to to live long enough to to say two lines of explanation and then just die. That's it. That's all he does. The only movie I've ever fallen asleep to in the theater was Peter Jackson's King Kong. Well, I mean, it's three hours, so I mean, I love the movie, but I get it. Like, I I think I had come off of a plane. Like, we flew from, like, Puerto Rico, like, a bunch of my friends, like, right after high school. Like, we graduated. That was our graduation trip. And we came in, and we're like, all right, King Kong. And it was, like, an hour and 28. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I think you, like, just started seeing Kong, and I was, like, nodding off. The jet like, lag hit you. The jet lag, and it was like, we're an hour and 20, and we're just seeing Kong. But, and he's uh, like, dicking Kong, around. Kong Skull Island gives me the same feeling I get when I watch The Rocketeer. It's so much goddamn fun for me. Okay, that's, like, if it's anywhere near that, like, I'm not expecting, like, amazing no, wait, Kong things. Skull Island? Yeah. Kong Skull Island gives you that, wow. All right. Yeah, like, The Mask of Zorro mm-hmm. and Rocketeer gives me that same feeling when I watch it. Wow. I enjoy it. Wow. 
Wow, Mask of Zorro. You're comparing Mask of Zorro to, to Kong Skull Island. All right, listen. I'm just telling you that the movie, when the movies I watch, those are the feelings I get. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I'm being a dick. Just, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I was really hyped for it, and then I went in. And me and my brother. I, I think like, I remember the first time I didn't like it. Like I remember first time I watched it, I hated it, and then I watched it again because I picked it up on Black Friday for like I don't know five bucks. So I was just like, all right, yeah, I'll get this another shot. And I'm like, wait, I really like this movie because I just want to see Kong beat the shit out of a bunch of monsters, and I got that. Hey, remember that one character who we just kept like, like alluding to, like, is he alive? Is he alive the whole time? And like, we are. Well, actually, I don't want to spoil it. But, like, no, that, that, that part hurt me. That that part got a bad death. But like, it's like, oh, uh, here's some blood, but we don't know if he's if he's alive or not. And then at the end of the movie, we're like, no, yeah, he's. But yeah, he's, Kong Skull um, Island for me personally gives me like I put it in the same vein of movies that like give me that like rollicking kind of adventure feel like Rocketeer or The Mummy, the 90, the 99 Mummy or like Mask of Zorro or stuff like that where it's just like this really good fun action adventure movie. But there's no adventure. Eh, I mean, you're trying to escape off an island, that's kind of an adventure. Uh, the it's... best part of the movie was the beginning, sorry, was the beginning where there's the two World War 2 people and it's like, "Oh man, this is actually pretty cool." And then it's like, "Oh, we're going to skip all of that potential you know, character progression of them trying to survive on this island, separated from the rest of humanity, and we're just going to flash forward forty years. And it's like, yeah, oh. but then it gave us John C. Riley, who's arguably the best part of the entire movie. That's not a hard part. I mean, yeah, because the movie sucks. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm gonna uh, wholeheartedly disagree with you, Leo. I'm go. I'm go. I'm going in harder than I normally would, just because you don't like. It. Just because you do like it. Like I, said, I know you're. you're I, I know what you're doing. I, like, I know what you're I doing. Like, well, I mean, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll probably watch it again. Everything again. Uh, in lieu of the yeah and then but yeah going back to that trailer uh the moment when like godzilla comes onto the ship and then kong's got his fist going back and then just punches him right in the face with a right hook was it right that's just good fun and i was just like all right i'm gonna have a good time with this i'm i just want i just want godzilla and kong to beat the shit out of each other and that looks like what i'm gonna get well I mean, plus there's like if you go back to the toys that were teased like a long time ago there are and- some other possibilities of things showing up. Well, there's uh was one in the trailer that if you pause and you look, it's there. Oh, really? That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it's like a the, frame of a frame. In my it's opinion, it's like frame by frame, and it's like a blink and you miss it. But there's something in the opening of the trailer where you're just like, okay. I have a feeling they're going to reveal it in the next trailer, like whatever. I really hope they do. I hope they. they I feel like they are. I feel like they are. They're going to be like, "Hey, I would be so mad." In fact, I want this to be the only trailer because I feel like this is enough to get people hyped. And judging from like all the reactions I'm seeing online, I think this is enough. I showed my younger sister yesterday, and she's not like that. Like she, she, she enjoys watching superhero movies, but she's not very much into that. And I showed her the trailer yesterday, and she was like. Oh, you have the other movies, right? And I was like, yeah. I said, oh, cool. Well, let me borrow them so I can watch them because this is cool. And I was like, yeah, all right. Like, yeah, people people seem to enjoy, you know, big well, party monsters like, fighting. Yeah, that's it's like the easiest like cut down the middle. Like, you just want to watch like a giant monster fight another giant monster. Like, exactly, and it's like I feel like with the world as it is now, I feel like people just need like a little bit of like I just want to escape for a little bit from the rest of the world. Was this a monster fighting another monster? Sure, I'm down. It's weird because I feel like that. I feel like no, the ahead. younger guys, like you guys, didn't really get a good Godzilla like until nowish. Like where it like was part of the 
culture no. like culture no, god i had chicken legs himself yeah but like even like the the japanese stuff like was crossover like in the 80s and the nine, like in the 70s and 80s and 90s like it crossed over like i think it was also like a video store thing like they were like always around and then once video stores went away it would like you actually had to go out and seek godzilla like he just wasn't around i remember when godzilla 2000 came out and i remember oh, looking at i saw it, it in the I, theater i remember <laughs> thinking like sitting there thinking like they made a sequel to the american movie because i didn't realize that like oh that godzilla one yeah. <laughs> was uh, from japan at first so that's why i didn't get it until oh, yeah. i was like a little older i remember again like i watched a bunch of movies in spanish like on, on spanish t- channel just because they would dub every anything they could get their hands on and so i remember seeing a bunch of like godzilla movies uh, like the i guess the ones i remember the most are like tokyo sos and you know versus mecha godzilla and like final wars final like, wars those ones still... I the most and like those are the ones like those are like the more 2000s one and those have like a little more a little more action like i've gone back and tried to watch some of the older ones and it's they're a little plotting and slow which i get but well, and that's like what that those. first new one was going for. Like, was trying to do some of that stuff. Yeah, so. the first the first new one I remember it was going for, I think, what the old one was supposed to feel like, mixed with, like, a Spielberg kind of sense. But then I feel like they changed course immediately with Kong and the Godzilla sequel, and they were like, let's just have monsters beat the shit out of each other. I yep. enjoyed the second one, but... I, mean, oh, I like the second one a lot. I, I have turned around considerably on the second one. Oh, you didn't like the second one at first? At first. And then I watched it again to the uh, a couple days ago, and I'm like, I'm going to go back in time and punch 2019 me in the face. Oh, yeah, because I like I like the second mm-hmm. one because like I think what the humans are doing makes so much sense, and they do such Does a it? good job like world-building in that movie. Do they? Also, the humans are all interesting, unlike the first Godzilla movie where we followed human lamppost uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson. I did uh, not like him yeah one of them one of them um i guess the other kind of they kind of go together but um so audible announced that they're doing acts two and three of the sandman audiobook which i have the first one again it's another thing i need to listen to i actually, um, I actually listened to that when it first came out because i'd never read the sandman like i've been meaning to it's always, it's always on that list of like you know all the the old the old greats that every, all the old people talk about mm-hmm so when it finally came out, I had an audible credit and I was like, let me, let me, let me listen to it. And I enjoyed it. I enjoyed like the first half and it's not that I didn't enjoy this, whatever came after, but I guess I found out that it became, it becomes more of like a bit of like an anthology kind of, where just like yeah. kind of like random. It also gets like, especially reading the comic book, like it gets like real, it gets like real weird at a point. Like it's definitely like Neil Gaiman, like did all the drugs and like wrote this thing and like he gets like into this weird because the first one it's preludes and nocturne dollhouse which i think is the one most people know and then i don't remember if i know dream country because i mean to me like the last not again not that everything else is bad but like when i uh sandman no what's his name morpheus orpheus morpheus morpheus when he's getting all of his his gear back and like going on and, and like yes. bumping into other DC characters, that's really cool to me. I was like, that's I was like, damn, that's really cool. Uh, and once he gets everything, like it, and he's trying to repair his his kingdom, kingdom, like that's pretty good. But then, like, I guess again, again, it could be just where it cut off, like where it just kind of is like, here's a story here and there's a story there and there's this and that. And I was like, no, it's that's very much what the book is too. But like, 
Yeah, because it's that story. Ones I remember are like that story because that involves him going to hell, right? Yeah, like again, like I enjoyed that a lot when he's yeah, doing, like, and that's like story. the one of the best stories. And then I haven't finished it yet. I only finished after the uh, the Constantine story. Oh, okay. okay, I don't remember that. And then the dollhouse is the one that involves the Corinthian, I believe. Yeah, again, also I I was like, oh man, like is this Corinthian? That's the get, one where it's like the, it's the um, what do you call it? Where they have the convention, right? Yeah, the serial killer. Can, or, or yeah, yeah, okay, those are the two yeah. most famous stories, like that first one and then that one. I like I honestly don't remember Dream Country at all. And then the second second act will involve Season of the Mist, Distant Mirrors, A Game of You, and Convergence. And the third one will be Brief Lives and World's End. Um, and I don't remember. I definitely have never gotten through all of Sandman because it gets like real. It gets like real weird. Um, I've never read it. I'm on the same boat as Leo. I've also never read it. It's one of those ones where it's like everyone's told me, "Oh, you need to read it. You need to read it." It's one of like the most classic ones. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. I, so the the Dream Country, which is the third one of Part One, is just like an anthology. There's like a bunch of mini stories. Yeah, I have the thing on book on CD. So because I got it for Christmas, and I'm listening to it in my car rides whenever I do go out for car rides, because you know pandemic. But uh yeah i'm enjoying it so far i love the cast the cast is it's kind of amazing that they managed to get that cast together um yes and no like other neil gaiman stuff like i have one on my phone it has like it has absolutely crazy cast is the north mythology i know you remember you mentioned north mythology he reads that one no i have like neverwhere okay um by him something it's benedict cumberbatch um oh my god i have to look up it's what's his name? Who's Professor X? The young one. McAvoy. McAvoy? Again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh my god! I'm looking at this cast right now. Holy shit! Christopher Lee, like, Benedict like, Cumberbatch, Anthony. Yeah, Ed, dude plays Lord. Martian Manhunter on on Supergirl. Oh, David Harewood. Okay. Oh, that's cool. Uh, Christopher Lee. I'm trying to think. Uh, and what's uh, she's from Game of Thrones? Natalie Dormer. Yes, Natalie Dormer. Oh, they also have got a uh, Wilt, 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 Wilfred from uh, Doctor Who in here. Oh, that's cool. He was, he's um, yeah, he's still kicking. He's ninety-two. Oh, uh, that's good because like, I remember, like when I was catching up with Doctor Who, I was like, "Damn, I don't want to look up if this guy's still alive or not." Yeah, I was looking. No, he's ninety-two. He's still going. Good for him. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, in the next eight years, hopefully, we don't necessarily hear anything. But like, yeah, I mean, I won't. Again, cool, good, good life. Good to see I mean, that he's possibly yeah. still getting work. Oh, good for him. I didn't realize he was still working. I'm happy about that because he deserves it. He was also a great companion kind of to uh, the 10th Doctor. I mean, again, yeah. like I, I would always watch clips of Doctor Who and be like, I, I don't understand what's so emotional about this. And then, you know, I, I've seen, I think, I four episodes it. of Doctor Who. And then I watched it and I was like, damn, this sucks. Why am I? Yeah. Uh, what are these? What are these salty discharges? Yeah, 10th um, Doctor would do that to you. <laughs> And then the other Sandman thing is we got casting for the Netflix show. So, yeah, we've got... real interesting. I have all the names, too. Because only the yeah. main guy is the only one I really... After looking at, like, I don't know really anything. I don't know anything other than Cain, Abel, and Lucien. The others I know. And Dream. Oh, character-wise, yeah. But I mean, like, the actors. No, I meant the actors. Yeah, well, Lucifer is... Gwendolyn Christie from Game of Thrones. Oh, I'm really a... hyped for that. I'm so yeah, happy. 
It makes sense. I can't wait like, for my tall. I can't wait for my tall devil lady to punish me. Well, it's gonna be like oh, because what's her name? Well, it's didn't play Lucifer, but played Gabriel in the Constantine movie we watched. And I feel like it's another it tall queen. Yes, kind of going for like the same like in the comics. Like Lucifer is very depending on who's drawing him, like very fluid um, of what he appears. Um, Leo, have you been playing the uh, Resident Evil 8 demo a lot recently? Is that why you're going on about? No. I actually haven't at all. <laughs> Kidding. Um, I can't. Who is playing? So usually it's Lucian, but they change it to. It's probably still going to be Lucian, but spelled different. Lucien. I think they made a female Luci- for the show. Yeah. It's only. It's whatever character. Like, it's a good character, but it doesn't need to be anything. Um, is Vivian. Achimapong? I'm brutalizing that. Um, yeah, the only big thing she's done is the witches that came out last year, which I heard was not good. Yeah, oh, I don't know any of this stuff that she's been in besides that, but she's probably like a big BBC person, and that's why we don't know. And then... Uh, ignorant Americans. Um, Boyd Holbrook is playing the Corinthian. That's cool. Um, what's good his name? Uh, Ahmed, Ahmed Best played him in the audio and the audible and i can enjoy it. i mean I, yeah oh I what i'm at best wait i'm at best really no no, no not 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 i'm at best fucking my bad uh riz ahmed shit oh riz, riz ahmed. ahmed okay yeah. i was gonna say like good for ahmed best getting work you know oh, very I mean, different I, people he should, he should yeah he should, i mean he should get it work you know um but yeah uh holbrook is from logan predator the new predator right what is it called yeah the predator the predator the, the shane black one yeah, I feel like he's bigger known for like Logan and Narcos, like the first two seasons of Narcos. Oh, he is. He's the that. white guy in Narcos. Uh, but that's he's interesting. also in. He's also in. We can be heroes. Oh yeah, yep. he is in that. I still. I mean, yeah, I still get to watch. Which the Corinthian is like the player you want to play, or the character you want to play in that because he's just like chewing all, like literally, and like put intended chewing the scenery. Oh, also, I heard We Can Be that. Heroes is really good, so I do want to watch it at some point. Okay. Well, I'm that... waiting for us to do, you know, the thing, you know. Um, Charles Dance as Roderick Burgess, and that would be Tywin Lannister. Yeah. And, he and was one, like, bad guy in everything British. Roderick Burgess, I, I remember explicitly from the Audible one, because that was a story of when a Sandman was captured and he lost yeah, his Yeah, he's the everything. rich douche that captures him. All right, all right, there you go, there you go. Um, and then these characters, like the characters I know, I don't necessarily I recognize the one actor playing Abel, but I don't recognize the one playing Kane. So Sanjeev Bakshar is playing Kane, and Ashim Chaudhry is playing Abel. They're in the Middle Eastern, right? Ish looking. I mean, I don't get that wrong. I think they're, yeah, they're either Middle Eastern or they are Indian or Pakistani. I can look them up. Let's see, Ashim Chaudhry is from because he's not listed in the show's IMDb yet. Um, he did a Black Mirror episode. He's in Wonder Woman eighty four. Um, what do I know him from? So also Neil Gaiman has confirmed Constantine uh, is going to be in the show, but uh, I don't think Matt Ryan's playing him, and they are not connecting Sandman to the Lucifer show. Yeah, which I think that's why like it can't be Matt Ryan because he's now connected to the Lucifer show. Yeah, Matt Ryan is. Yeah. Oh, Crisis, right? And I think that has like two more seasons they're doing because they didn't get to watch that show. I love that show. Lucifer's a good show. 
Mm. Loser is a really good show. And the last season got me into it. The last season is one of the ones, one of the shows that got like screwed up because of COVID. Uh, Well, I think they only did um, the first half of. Yeah, they only were able to film the first half, and then he got trapped here because they film in LA, and he got trapped here. Yeah. So the the other guy I don't recognize. I guess he's another BBC guy. Um, He was in Yesterday. Absolutely anything. Yesterday, I've seen. Yesterday was fine. It's yeah. I saw it. Like I saw the trailer, and I was like, eh. This looks, this looks like a movie. Wait, re- really quickly, going back to the Audible. Um, what do you mean by two more seasons? Like they're going to do two more. Is- like how they did the. There's a second Wolverine, and they did Marvels. Like it's like they're going to do two more, like the second Wolverine. So like there's the mm-hmm. first Wolverine season, and then they did a second one. Right, but the Wolverine had episodes, right? Yeah. Yes. So does this one. Well, I mean, we've only so we've only got one episode so far. Oh wait, I see what you mean. No, so it's like you know how Wolverine the first batch of episodes is like a season and then they did the second season. Yeah. Same deal. Okay. So when are we going to get episode two for season one or is each audible book one season? Each audible book, I think is one season. So what we got, cause we, I, we, I think there was like 20 episodes in the Sandman audible stuff. It was it episodes or chapters. I guess, I guess the chapters are episodes. Chapters would be episodes. Yeah. All right. That, that makes sense. So same deal. There's more coming is what we're saying. Cool, cool. I mean, I enjoyed it, so I don't. I mean, I'm not. Oh crap. No, I also enjoyed it, so I don't, I'm right there with you. Yeah, I'm looking here because there's already a second Sandman Audible thing, so I don't know if they like broke it up. They might have just broken it up. Yeah, in 2020, a full cast audio drama comprising of the first three um, multi-part audio drama. Yeah, cast cast for the Audible was Riz Ahmed as the Corinthian, Kat Dennings as Death, Taron Egerton as John Constantine. Uh, what a good Damon casting, by the leader. way. So is yeah. Michael Sheen as Lucifer. McAvoy as Morpheus. Um, yeah, again, I was like, damn. Andy Serkis is really good at it, too. Oh, I haven't gotten to his part yet. Oh, okay. Well, well, yeah, yeah, they pulled out one of the... What it is, they pulled out one of the mini-episodes. Like, one of the mini-stories from the third part of the first one and separated it. Oh, okay. So, like, the the whole first one is ten at, like 11 hours almost. But if you just want to listen to the one... Uh, Cal- Calliope is 41 minutes. Oh, okay, so this, okay. oh, you know why it's in here separately? It's in Spanish. Ah, so I guess they're going through and recording it in Spanish. That's cool. I'll probably, I'll probably, if I ever listen to it again, I'll probably do that. Um, that'd be interesting to hear a whole other cast do it like the same thing. I, mean, I do that sometimes when I watch movies, like I'll, I'll like want to watch something else, I'll like put on the Spanish just, just to like. Cause I don't. I feel like I don't speak Spanish enough anymore since I don't live with my. Yeah, I don't like, speak any. So, but what's weird is my wife has been getting during COVID, getting into watching Spanish TV on Netflix because it's like really big on Netflix. Like the they're not telenovelas, oh, right. but they're like a step above that. I don't know what you would call them. I think they are telenovelas, but they're just take out like the really good chunks and they've been putting them. Um, no, on but Netflix. they're like a lot of them are like expensive period pieces. I mean, I, I've been. They're, it's like Spain's version of like but... BBC shows. Oh, that that's Spain then. Never mind. That there's a little mixed up. Yeah, I can't like. There's been like a couple. I watched a. I watched like one with her that was like current day. That was about like a tequila company that was interesting, like Monarca, and it's like mostly in Spanish. But yeah, like I, I don't know. She really likes them, and then like I'm like, oh, she's like, yeah. If you watch a lot of that stuff, you end up picking stuff up. I'm like yeah, that's how people learn English in like a lot of the world. True. That's all I don't know. You know. Mm-hmm. But and also, I'd argue again like that's how I 
help learn Spanish is because like when I moved in with my parents, they had like all their channels synced to like Spanish, and I was like, Can mm-hmm. I watch you know Disney Channel, and like cool, but then you know the cartoons would be in Spanish, and I'd be like, I don't understand any of this. But then like few years <laughs> later, I'm like, well, I guess I understand everything now. Yeah. Um. So I think that's it. Like I don't remember if there's any big other like news news stuff that got dropped, right? Not that I can recall. Um, looking right now, I know that Future State's going on right now. Yeah, I have um, not read any of it yet. Give me one second. I'm going to check. Don't mind me. Everyone keep talking. <laughs> um, I will say without any spoilers, WandaVision has been awesome. Uh, I know a lot of people are bitching about the first two episodes. That's um, so weird. Like, again, like, I, I, that's not the reason that I'm not watching it. I'm just like, I'm, you're not, I'm not right now. I'm not, yeah, I'm just like, I'm waiting. I'm a little impatient, yeah. so I'm just like, oh. And then they, yeah, and they got everything they were bitching about in the third episode. Or no, I guess it'd be the fourth, right? Because the first two dropped at the same time. Yeah, from what I've Yeah, heard. so it'd be the yeah. fourth also, I've, I've, been, I've been kind of slightly spoiling myself, like when I hear people talk about it. So I'm just like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, we could talk about the X-Men vote thing. The oh, I was going to say, that's a big one. The whole X-Men. Let's so yeah, on. they are doing, Marvel is doing a vote to see who will be, uh, it's hashtag X-Men vote. Um, and basically they have a list of, I think it's like nine characters. I'm going to see if there's an actual site so I can read all the characters. Um, and it's basically who is going to be the next person on the team. I think even the leader of the team. Like as uh, on the main roster? Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. The new team will be led by Cyclops and Jean Grey, and they're putting together a new X-Men team. Um, and they are putting it up for vote. So the people who are, the characters who are up for vote are uh, Hisako Ichiki, who is armor, uh, who's got like a psionic exoskeleton armor that she puts on. Um, She's on my vote. OG X Men Banshee, uh, Sean Cassidy, whose daughter is actually like in a pretty big story in X Factor right now. Um, when original X Men needs to get voted on if he can be back on the team, you don't get my. Well, he's not an original. He's like he's from the second team. Well, he's that he's an X X an X X Men who already has been alive for like the past 30, 40 years. Yeah, most of them are new mutants because yeah, uh, Armor is a newer new mutant. Boom Boom is Shimmer Armor was introduced mutants. in Whedon's run, right? Yeah, and Boom Boom is the third one. Tabitha Smith, I think she was a X Factor character, like original X Factor. Um, who can throw a little time bomb? She's hilarious. Cannonball, original new New Mutants character that we talked about. Uh, Forge, uh, X Men character. Uh, Marrow, who's pretty fucking awesome. Um, who's I don't like, I don't even know. She can like grow her bones. Like it's an interesting power. It's very interesting. Oh, um, isn't didn't they make like the male version of her on the X Men Evolution show? Sort uh, of. He's kind of like that. Um, he's similar, like because he can throw like spikes out of his back she literally can grow like extensions like actual bones and like make them armor on her body that ha- yeah that happens so later he might, yeah he's um, kind of a version of her it's similar well, I said, he's, he's like the male-ish version yeah I, I get him. yeah polaris who's also in the currently on x factor who's lorna dane who's magneto's daughter with green hair because that's a thing uh strong guy guido carcella who was an OG X Factor guy who's like absorbs kinetic en- energy and then like can shoot it out, like and use it. But if he doesn't use it, it makes his body all wonky. Um, another new mutant, which is Sunspot, Robert DaCosta, 
And then the last one is one I don't really remember reading anywhere, which is Tempo, because she was part of the Mutant Liberation Front and the Acolytes. And she can make, like, a time portal around herself, kind of. So she can, like, control time within, like, her specific, like, bubble. Um, so mm. you can go onto their site, and you could vote for the one. I'm pretty is sure I voted winning? For... No, I don't think so. Let me see. I'll try to vote. Oh, it gives you stats on everybody, which is interesting. So who's winning? Well, who's last? Well, I mean, it gives you, like, power stats. Oh, okay. okay. I think I meant like this. Uh... Uh, let me see. I'm going to vote. That's all it says. I voted in the X-Men election. Boo. Oh, Tempo's newer costume looks kind of like... Um, oh my god, what character is this from DC? Uh, Aztec. That guy never came back right after they killed him? Uh, it was a woman for a while. Oh, right, right, right. I remember that. Um, which, I don't even remember what Aztec's powers are. It's like, kind of godlike? I think... Uh, Isn't it, it like, like sun the- energy or something? That and like like basic flight and strength from like the helmet that he had, if I'm remembering correctly. Not that I'm a big Aztec stan, but you know he's and you know kind of like the one Mexican sounds like a guy. Uh, was he a Morrison creation? I think he, so. Aztec is wild looking. Like he's interesting. So oh, John yeah. Scott. He has blades uh, that he has in his arms. He can shoot plasma beams like Iron Man. He's steel net, mini rockets. It's kind of so like... Is, um, so is it more like a suit of armor? Yeah, I think it's like shitty Blue Beetle. Huh. Mierdita Blue Beetle. I think I've only read one story with Aztec. But he did show up in the DCEU. He's the champion of the of the Aztec guard, Quetzalcoatl. Uh, gymnastics, hand-to-hand combat, tactical analysis. Quetzalcoatl battle suit and helmet. It's a masterpiece of occult engineering. He has collective energy memories, energy projects, and energy resistance, vision, flight, interstellar travel, invis- invisibility, superhuman speed, and superhuman strength. Oh, he's in an episode of Justice League Unlimited in like a yeah. non-speaking role. Yeah, he's in one of the backgrounds where they show like all the characters. Cool. Cool beans. So, um, I guess while we're waiting for John Seller, I'll talk about so we watched Days of Future Past, like a week ago. A week ago, right? Remember, guys, according to Lou Gonzalez, the only way the future can be saved is if Storm pegs Wolverine. Um, gonna continue, gonna say that, because so the big thing I learned is every X-Men movie, after the original trilogy, ignores the ending of the previous film. <laughs> Basically. Because, yeah. yeah, like, X-Men Apocalypse just, like, flat-out ignores that a lot of the... the like, because if you take those those four movies, the like the newer set, yeah. how do you get to the end of Days of Future Past after any of the other two? Even the first, even Days of Future Past, after Apocalypse, and then after Dark Phoenix, how do you get to that world? Makes no fucking sense. Plus, Gene's alive in that world, like adult Gene, who I guess that's one of the goofy we, things they did that like recast about- that they grow up into like the adult people grow up into other adults. Can we talk right. about how in the span of like a 30-year decade span, like 60s to 90s, Jennifer Lawrence, Michael Fassbender, and James McAvoy well, all Jennifer Lawrence can change her shape, so I kind of forgive that. But like Fassbender, he definitely is aged. When you see the last one, they're definitely like, they were not using any makeup on you. Because um, he looks like he's in his 40s. Like he looks like he's in his hard 40s. 
Oh, okay. I, I was I was just making a joke the fact that they all look the same to me. No, like, oh well the thing is like McAvoy barely looks older. Like barely. I guess the bald head is like him looking older. Like I don't know. Which apocalypse I'll say this. Fuck apocalypse for being two and a half hours. That movie's pretty boring. The But Lou, cost- according according to Gene Gray, the third movie's always not as good as the others. Oh my god, so <laughs> Oh my god. Um I guess like to to like after seeing all those movies, like I will never understand like why they didn't just make the first movie with that original team. I think a lot of the problems in all of the movies with like the relationships are because they don't have the right teams together. Well, I think also they remade that first movie. I'm pretty sure like Wolverine, like old Hugh Jackman with that cast would have been like just weird. Oh, the um, if they remade that first movie, like you said, yeah. Well, like he wouldn't be part of it. He's not an original X Men. That's like, fair. Like, it, if they did the original team, where if it was Angel, which who who has gotten more short shifted in these movies as an original X Men than Angel? What was it? Well, who Ooh, played Iceman. him in X Three? Iceman has Iceman's in what four movies for like, and he's mostly in two, and he barely does anything in it. Yeah. Well, he comes out to his parent, comes out to his parents, yes. and then that ends horribly. Yeah, it's like two of the original X Men are barely. So, so I would argue like a in that movie because he's like, oh, he came out, so the police. Oh, John Siler's here. So Siler, we are talking about my viewing experience over the past week huh? of the other two X Men movies. Um, so I was kind of saying, like, I don't understand why in First Class they didn't go with the original team, and then I said. It's insane that two of the original X-Men got so short-shafted in, what, seven movies in Iceman and Angel? Iceman's mostly in two and then never does really anything again. And he's an original member and Angel uh, basically is I would, nothing. I would argue that he does. Iceman does stuff in X-Men 3. At the I would very say, end where he just, where he yeah, just turns all ice. And then... He's better than Days of Future Past. Well, also, Angel... I don't know, sucks. So, like, well, yeah, Angel's like not a great character. Um, but Archangel's oh, iconic. Oh, that's yeah. right. Ben Foster played him in, yeah, um, in X3. X3. Oh, God, he's a good actor. But, but like, got... Angel in... is like easily the least important character of the original uh, X Men lineup. He's not important until he becomes Archangel. Exactly. His importance is being the guy. His importance is he funds a lot of the stuff, and then all right, right, but that's not like not like like uh, like until he doesn't have really serve a purpose until like the mutant massacre. Yeah, the fall of the mutants. He's he he's Batman if Bruce Wayne didn't add you know wasn't you know went and became Batman. He just had the money to fund Justice League. Well, that's where like if like if I was going to plan out like this a reboot, like I would start with a movie of like giant size X Men number one. Like have the movie open up. I would actually do one. Why do they? Why can they not just do Cyclops's origin story correctly? Like I don't understand like why Havoc was older. Like I don't understand any okay, of that. Hold on. To also, go back on Alex Summers for a second. He got. Oh, he gets jobbed out so hard. <laughs> he got the shit end of the stick in X Men Apocalypse. Like that. Well, he's what off. he's in that one half a scene in Days of Future Past, and then comes back to be a chauffeur for Xavier, and then gets fucking annihilated. 
Yeah. Again, another death that doesn't make sense. The guy who can cause like explosions and you know, that kind of thing dies in an explosion. Lou, I also want to know what is your thoughts on Apocalypse's take on the or Apocalypse's new Quicksilver scene? Oh, it's like they they learned all the wrong lessons. It's stupid. Like it's bad. I remember um, when the when the sorry when the trailer was coming out for Apocalypse and like it was pretty serious and Aaron Apocalypse coming back and like saying how he's gonna destroy the world and whatever. They kept showing clips of like Quicksilver scene, and he always looked distressed, and like you can see like the house is blowing up. And I was like, "Oh, cool! They're gonna make Quicksilver grow up, as in like he can't always take his super speed for granted. Like people are going to get hurt, and he's gonna be like, damn, I need to take things seriously.'" And then I watched the movie, and it's just a joke. And I was like, "Oh, uh, never mind then." Right, I don't. You, wait, are you talking about uh, Days of Future Past? No, in Apocalypse, because like again, the Days of Future Past scene was was cool because it was the first time it happened but like why and then they just, why why would he like like i guess like deal with him being fast and have it deal with like things before like i i, I guess well, I, I, just, I, uh, I thought again it's like he's a goofy character and like they kept kind of like saying oh you need to like not be so like goofy and like and I, I think maybe it was in the interviews where they were like Oh yeah, you know this is a more serious movie. These characters need to grow up and they need to take responsibility. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, and I and may, again, again, maybe I started putting it in my head. But I was like, oh, maybe Quicksilver, he's gonna be. They, they were putting him front and center as like being a bigger character. I was like, oh, maybe he'll like you know, uh, grow up a little, kind of, or something. You know, well, a little I mean, growing. like in, in his part, his part in Apocalypse is basically the same part in Days of Future Yeah, it's the same thing. And, it's just worse. Yeah, it's worse because it's like, well, okay, so like in, because like in Days of Future Past, you're meeting him for the first time, you get like the whatever effect of his powers for the first time, and you get like the, like the funny like movie effect for it, and it's like, oh, like this is fun, and then Apocalypse is like, what if we did that same thing and did it the exact same way? And not change anything about it. Oh, and then what if in the third movie we do that scene the exact same way, the exact same thing again? But like, but he missed somebody. Yeah, and it's like, oh, wait. So like, instead of like developing Quicksilver, you just want to do the same joke again? Well, we can't talk about character development. They don't develop anybody at all. Like, Apocalypse has no development. I think he's like one of the biggest X Men villains of all time. He's the Thanos of the X Men, like when he. Which is like it's it's funny how like they were. Okay, okay. So isn't it fucking funny that someone like Storm who survives like that, like whatever, and like afterwards, like after Apocalypse is finished, was like, "Hey, can I join the X Men?" Like, bro, you were a part of like an initiative that killed millions of people. Like, how are you able to, like, think that you could join the X-Men oh, at this, this point? Oh, this is the world where Magneto tried to kill, like, the president and all of Congress, and everyone was like, oh, the world, it's okay, <laughs> he, he decided to just leave. Like, this is that same world, so. And they're, like, and they're like, Mystique, bad, Magneto. No, then they go, oh, wait, Mystique stopped him. Now Mystique, hero of world. Like, uh, it's just like, I just don't get... It's not like it's just like, and there are, I will say like Dark Phoenix, I think is my favorite of those four. I think it's it's still long, and I don't. There's a lot I don't like, 
But I think it has, the reason I like it the most is because we at least get character development through the which, two movies. Which one? Dark Phoenix. And it's yeah. still the most, like, blah. Like I'm looking at the lines in that movie, and there's the whole exchange between Xavier and Magneto, where Xavier's like, hello, old friend, and Eric's like, save that shit, I don't care, and you're always sorry, and there's always a speech, but no one cares anymore. See, but that's like where, like, that's the, the stuff I actually liked in it. Cause, like, the Xavier. Okay, I, love I love that stuff. The Xavier in Dark Phoenix is like the Xavier that I read in the comics for the most part, where he's just like, he's just this smug, like, asshole who's like, thinks that he's doing right. And I'm like, oh, yeah, they finally got like that Xavier. And it's like, oh, this Xavier would be like this smug asshole that like fucked with Jean Grey's, Jean Grey's head, which, why does that have to continuously be a thing? Like, that wasn't a comics thing. Why do they keep going back to the well with that? I think be- with um, what with um in these movies, I think the best part of these movies have always been uh Charles and Eric's relationship. Oh, well, of course, because they in both sets of movies they got those are their big big actors. But they like, just, I, yeah, and I, I Jennifer like, Lawrence is their Hugh Jackman in the second set of films. But I feel like with these movies, we really got to develop them more from First Class to Dark Phoenix. Yes, but the, the problem I have, like, I, I think that one of the problems is, like, they are so sandbagged by the talent that they got in the first one that they, like, are like, oh, we have to bring these three back because they're now superstars. Like, they're huge A-list actors. When it's like, Mystique should never be in another X-Men movie past First Class, except in, like, very tiny roles. Unless you're specifically sticking to Days of Future Past exactly how it happened. I actually screw with that because I think Mystique is a super important part with an X-Men and like not like not, not as an X-Men. Not as an X-Men. I don't know, I kinda like that. But like, I kinda but like, like that. As, but as someone who's adjacent within the story of X-Men, like she should still play a part within like whatever story they play going forward. Well, it's also like they blew their load in a weird way with the Hellfire Club, so then they can't use them in Phoenix, and then they can't use any of those characters because they use them in a p- dumb way. But, and like, then, Fox Universe is, like, whatever what it is, and, like, they kind of just, like, treat, like, that universe, like, with any kind of playground. I, I just feel like that they could just do whatever they want because, like, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, they don't have to be holding to a previous universe. They could just do wherever they want. Yeah, except they made themselves, which is weird. Like, in the second film, they made themselves beholden to a future that then they just pretend doesn't happen in the other two movies. Mm-hmm. Um, also, like, I just, like, I again, like, I think, like, one of the problems, like, I don't understand, so you've had two sets of movies, why they just don't start off with the original team. Or, like I was saying, if you started off there at the X universe with like the story from Giant Size, like I think it would be cool. Like you just have Cyclops show up and be like, Professor, they're dead. They're all gone. And they have them build a second team, knowing that first team is who they're rescuing. And you could kind of build like all those characters in one film. Which also like they like in the second team, the only character that like got any real like good casting was Wolverine, like good time. Like Storm sucks. Second Storm sucks. First Storm is atrocious. Second Storm is fucking lame. Oh, what the I, one? The oh, one from the uh, oh, Apocalypse and stuff. Oh, She's, you mean the you mean the storm that's a part of like the genocide of several different countries? 
Also, the storm who like they don't understand how her powers work because well, it's okay. she doesn't she can't just like make elements like she controls weather and you know what's in what's not in space atmosphere and you know what you need to make weather atmosphere. I mean, like, I've heard that there are like electrical storms in space now or like space. Storms. Yeah, but she just like makes ice like. I, like, also, I, haven't seen, I, haven't, I haven't seen the movie. I refuse to watch the movie. It's the most aggressively fine way to watch. Like, I watched it, and I walked out of that theater, and I thought, all right, that was not the worst way to kill, like, two hours. Oh, it's definitely, like, it was, I think after watching Apocalypse First, I was, like, very uplifted by Phoenix, because, like, yeah. there are a lot of yeah. things in there, like I said, like, I liked. Like, I liked the whole uh, Xavier stuff. I liked the Magneto stuff, and I guess, like, his form of the Morlocks. Oh, my God, you know who, like, fucking just, like, ruined in that movie? Because you don't know who the fuck she is until she dies, and Magneto says her name. Celine, Like, another one of the biggest X-Men villains is, like, this weird throwaway character. Is that his daughter? No, Celine is actually the one of the characters that causes the Dark Phoenix stuff. She's the Black Queen of the Hellfire Club. Oh, okay. I thought you meant the daughter for a second. I'm like, that was stupid, too. Oh, no. Well, that is sort of from the comic. That's, like, a thing that did happen in the comic. Even just the like guy just looking at the one bird, just oops, my hand slipped and the arrow went. Oh my, yeah, yeah. Like how long that guy's holding that bow and arrow? Like that was fucking dumb. I was like, oh, they're definitely getting shot. Also, how powerful is that bow that it went through two people? Right. <laughs> and um, he, again, he wasn't even like pulling it back. He was like just holding it in the accident. Like, oh. Yeah, and it somehow went through the daughter and the wife at the same time. It's also like not a metal tipped arrow, so yeah. Uh, I mean, at most, she would just have it, like, in her and just be like, oh, this hurts a lot. Yeah, he, like, perfectly shot her and the mom, like, double heart shot, I guess. Uh, all I have to say, like, New Mutants is better. I don't get why those movies are dumb. Like, they're, like, they're so bad. My pitch for, like, a new one would be yeah, Giant Size X-Men. I want to see Cyclops' actual comic book, like, origin with him jumping out of the plane with Alex, smashing his head. Cut to like him waking up like with the Blackbird and them having to build this team. And since it's now part of like Marvel Prime, like it would be interesting to see like a Wolverine like cutscene, like, oh, he was fighting the Hulk at some point. Um, like to see them pick up like I want to see Colossus stop the stupid tractor. Uh, who else is on that team? Oh, I want to see them storm like like they kind of did it a little bit in Apocalypse with like Storm being like a thief. But she's a thief before, um, before, after she becomes a thief, she becomes like a goddess of like a town. And then who's she married the Black Panther eventually, right? Yeah, oh, that's like in the 2000s. Um, who's the other person on that team? I'm looking at the thing. It's Storm, Wolverine, Cyclops. Oh, Nightcrawler. Which Nightcrawler's origin was fine in Apocalypse. He was in Apocalypse, right? Yeah. Oh, that was fine. I didn't mind him. Yeah. His powers were weird, though. Is that in the comics where he, he can't? somehow pass through electricity? No. He can only go where he's been or seen, but he also, like, doesn't have unlimited travel speed. Like, he can only go so far. So he can't go on the other side of the fence. Yeah, I think he can go, like, a mile or something, or a couple miles, because that's how he, in one of the early-on comics, he they get caught by Arcade. Um, Although, I'm not going to lie, I like Alan Cumming more than I like this kid. In terms of performance. Oh, well, yeah, because one's Alan Cumming, one's his kid. Also, like, they need to do something with, like, the hand prosthetics, like, just still look shitty. Like, Beast's feet prosthetics look terrible. 
Yeah, his face looks good. Be- the thing is, like in those movies, Beast progressively gets better, like cooler looking, and Mystique gets worse and worse looking, and it's insane. Like she straight up looks like bad video game cutscene. Like it is so terrible. Well, they changed uh, it because she wanted like a makeup process that was less time consuming. Because she's like, I hate being in the makeup. Yeah, well, I I know, and it's like okay, I get it, and she couldn't get out of the contract. So, like, I get them not, like, I, and I also think it makes sense to not have her be walking around naked all the time. That was, like, a weird thing that they carried over from the other movies. So, I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, just put her in a fucking costume. But, like, kind of deal with, like, the paint on your face, I guess. Like, I don't know. The hair is also bad in all the movies until you get to Dark Phoenix. And then it's like, yeah, you don't need to have her have this weird, always slicked back hair. Like, why would she have that? She can have any hair she wants. Um, that ex-woman line from her to get a slight chuckle out of me. Oh, it's so ham-handed. It like, is. It is the same, like, I put it in the same thing as the scene from Endgame that everybody, like, their internet shit has, like, bitch about. The woman power scene. Yeah. Like, it's very, like, there's a better way to do this. Because, like, yeah, her character's not wrong, but, like, that's, like, there's a, that, there's a lame way to address it. Um which we can transition to talking. I think most of us have seen um, it's now off of HBO max wonder woman. I guess from like what we, I saw from what I saw, Maxwell Lord was like a really funny character. I kept oh, laughing every time. I like Pedro Pascal in that movie. And I'll say, I think to me, wonder woman 84 was more watchable than wonder woman. Really? The first yeah. One? yeah. I I That's really weird, I don't. I, I, I really show. I'm not a big fan of the first movie. Like, I think it's again the ending of the first movie really bugs me. Well, like the ending of the first movie bugs you, but like that's also like does the first like eighty percent of the first movie is worse than the first eighty percent of the second movie? Um. Because, like, I think I, I like. I think what helps is the to me, support. Because to me, like I think, like the first eighty percent of Wonder Woman is great, and like the last twenty percent is like, oh, like it's kind. You know of what it is? Bad. It's Pedro Pascal and um, oh my god, Kristen Wiig lift eighty four up so much in their scenes for me that that's why I like it more. Because I like that, I like them, and I like their characters. I think my I only like big complaint I would say about Wonder Woman is there are I would trim solid half hour off the movie. Oh, you could trim the entire opening. Yeah, <laughs> but like that entire like I said that minute like I was like wow that's a long movie. I would cut the entire opening because it doesn't it's not necessary. Also, is Wonder Woman a rapist in that movie? Uh, I feel like that's the same joke everyone's been going with. So, well, so here's the thing: it's like the. Are, are, are we talking what? about the opening of Wonder Woman, the, the newest Wonder Woman? Yeah, 84. So, like, the whole entire, like, opening of Wonder Woman is basically, like, trying to set up a parable for the end of the film where, like... Shortcuts are... don't make you good. Yeah, shortcuts are bad. Like, it doesn't make you a hero. You need to play the straight and narrow. And... Like, that's, that's essentially, like, why they have that first part of the film. What doesn't fucking make sense is, like, she's, like, trying to cheat in the first part of the movie. It's, like, she gets knocked off her horse because of a random thing, and she uses her wit and cunning to 
try and like catch like, up, catch like, up, yeah. and then and then they're like, and then she like catches up and she almost wins, and they're like, oh, you cheated, you don't you don't get the thing. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, what? Like, you didn't ex- even explain the rules of this thing. Like, why else would that path be there? Oh, well, that's the yeah, whole thing. Yeah. That entire thing is there because they're like, oh shit, we killed Robin Wright Penn. Or Robin Wright, uh, how do we get how do we get these characters back in a movie? It's just, I, I, if they wanted to show her cheating, they could do that. They could be like showing her cheating to like, hey, they, I want to win. Could, they could totally do that. Like if they if they showed her like actually like cheating like the system, and then like at the end of it, like uh, the the woman from Princess Bride stopped her, and she's like, no, you cheated. You don't get this shit. Like. Blah blah blah. Like, but like, that's not what happened. That's not what happened in this movie. Like, basically, it was like, oh, she or got or she or got, she... or if she was as a kid trying to be like, oh, I'm you know, I'm I'm the queen's daughter. I should be able to get whatever I want, and like, you know, being like, maybe, oh, you, you can't get maybe, or, you but, know, like, powers but that's also not the character that they presented. Yeah, the, or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, don't they, have that entire intro, and like, we just know that she's good, even though character- she doesn't yeah, do the, anything. The character they presented was like she's super upstanding. She's really by the books, um, and that's completely fine. But like, you don't like you don't set up that character within the prospects of these films. And so, in part two, when you have like this giant like triathlon, uh, you don't like you don't have like a part of the film that basically makes it to where she cheats to where she has to learn a lesson that she basically like learns later into the movie. Yeah. Like, like I said, I, I would cut that whole intro out, but like, I think Wonder Woman 84 suffers a lot of the issues I have with Black Panther. And that is the title character is the least interesting character and the least compelling in the whole film. Sure. But I also think Black Panther is better than Wonder Woman 82. Oh, well, yes. Black Panther is much better Cause, written. Because I, I think also Wonder Woman 82 also, like, suffers from, uh, like, and hey, uh, some people in this podcast, long, long-running uh, listeners of the podcast will probably, like, point out, like, oh, hey, John Siler, he's a, he's a hater. But, like, hey, man, like, there's, like, one. It's okay, we still love him. There's, like, one big difference about this movie from the previous movies where, like, hey, Jeff Jones is a writer, and it's, I don't know, man, I feel like it's very evident that there's, like, a lot of Jeff Jones in this movie that do not need to be here. Well, yeah, well, the yeah whole... it's true, because yeah. if, if it was, like, a comic book, I could totally see this as a comic book and, like, being, uh, you know, however many issues, and, it like, it working because it's, you know, six seven issues but when it's like one movie it's like you're you're doing too much at one time well i think that's the problem like it's way too long and they take way too long to get there like i like this version of maxwell lord like i like the concept around it and i also like what they did with barbara and what they did with her and i think it's like you also get two actors that can just carry whatever you give them and they do such a good job at it um and I guess in my head, like, I like Maxwell Lord as a villain. I also like Sympathetic Cheetah. And I like all the stuff we get with her. And I like I, her character development in that movie. I also agree, but, like, I also don't, um, I don't agree with her final arc as being Cheetah. 
Because, like, her whole thing is, like, she wishes to be an apex predator, which, A, cheetah, not apex predator, whatever. I, I don't know, I think they are. Uh, uh, compared to lions? or uh, like, Yeah, lions are actually uh, one of the worst hunters in the animal kingdom. But, but like... I'm, but, I don't know why I know this, but I know this. But, but compared to cheetahs, they are absolutely not an apex predator. Mm. Um, but then, like, also on top of that, it's like, I get, like, they have her whole thing where her, like, her turning into a cheetah is, like, at the night because, um, they don't want her to look super bad in, in, in daylight because, like, because, and that's, like, actually, like, super smart, like, not to have a super bad CGI at, you know, in daylight, but, like, also, like, I think she looked really cool when she just had like a leopard printed coat. Oh yeah, I, I like gorgeous. that version too. Gorgeous. And I kind of just wish she was just like kind of power, like super powerful, and had the leopard printed coat and pants, and just called herself Cheetah. Like I, I just think that that would have been like way better. Um, yeah. I, I, I kind of wish that they that they hadn't given her full Cheetah. Like, well, the promise is like it. I the wish it developed that, over time. Like, I wish it kind of, like, it's yeah. starting the transformation. Well, in the comic, at least in the last, like, I think it was started in, like, Gail Simone's run, she becomes that because she gets tricked into a deal with a deity, and she becomes, like, the avatar of, um, shit, what's the, the cat avatar? The cat god. Nefertiti? No, it's not Nefertiti. No, it's literally the same one they talk about in Black Panther. Best? Bast, yeah, she becomes the like the human avatar of Bast. So she's not even like actually a cheetah. Like they just call her that, I guess, because she looks cat-like, and they can't go with Tigra or Lyra, or it just sounds dumb. But, like I think that makes more sense. Um, although I didn't mind the wish stone and that idea, and I liked how like they played like that's the creation of Maxwell Lord's like powers. Uh, and I think I would really like, I liked how they ended it. It was much like, I liked Wonder Woman being kind of smart and hopeful character rather than just killing him. So I don't know. Like, I have lots of problems with that movie, and most of them are Chris Pine because I don't, he's so unnecessary, like, to the he film. Should, he he should not have come back. No, he's, he's so completely cool. unnecessary. And again, it's like they get he's hamstrung awesome. by him in it. Like, you have to build a plot around it, and it's dumb. Like, it's dumb and has so many holes. Like, it would have been again, more... Again, they should have brought him back just, again, not, not in another body, just like, yeah, he's back. Because of yeah. magic, but he's back. And then... Yeah, like, what is... Like, the other body away, thing is so weird and unnecessary. I don't get... Again, I, I don't know why they need I, to have him invade another man's body. I, I don't... Yeah. So does that guy just have no memory of, like, the last, like, month? Oh, you know what else could be cut from that movie? The entire chase sequence. And, uh, it's unnecessary and dumb. It doesn't look good either. The one in the desert? Yes. Uh, and Bialia? Uh, I didn't mind it as much. I thought it was fun. It has no plot relevance. No, it's like, but... It's, it's wonky. Also, but hey, that, that shot of her landing with the, those kids is pretty funny. Yeah, and I, I think they also... like they, they did not figure out a way to... Like explain how no one's heard of her in like the rest of the DCEU. So there's also that issue. 
Um, yeah. So, Siler, since you missed some of the beginning, is there any of the news stories this week that you wanted to hit on before we talked about what we've read? I think we talked about Sandman and I think, oh, and the X-Men vote thing. That's what we talked about. I mean, like, the only thing about the X-Men vote I want to, like, touch upon is that I voted on uh, Boom Boom, but... Um, Same. I think Armor and Marrow are also, like, hey, if you vote for them, that's also a, a plus on... I thought Tempo was interesting. Also Tempo, John, yes. yes. Who, who do you think doesn't deserve to get the vote at all? Um, Ooh, I would say f- I don't care about Forge or Sunspot. Or I, I, I mean, like I, I think we all do in, in, in certain ways. Like I haven't read enough. Cannonball, I don't I, care I, about I, either. I, I think Forge because it's like we need, you know, it's like we need more Native American representation. I think uh, Sunspot yeah. because we need more like South American representation. Um, I think. Well, I would say Forge know, makes more sense. Camp, Campbell is like a fucking sweet guy. Like I, I, like, Sunspot and him are already in a book. They're in the current New Mutants book. Sure, but like also, you know, it's like I vote Boom Boom, but she's also in. She's in New Mutants currently too. Um, but like I also vote for Boom Boom because like she's never been a part of like a main X Men book. Like um, I think she was a part of X Factor in like early, early on. But like I'm talking about like main X Men, like X Men proper. You know, like, yes, not the actual X Men. She was with the original team. Yeah, she was an X Factor trainee in like post fall of the mutants, I think. So like, it's like I feel like she, as someone who's never been a part of the X Men, like I think she could have like a lot of fun there. Like same with like, um, like Armor's Armor's been a part of, an, of the mainline X Men team. But like, oh, she's also in New Mutants. Like that's what's weird. It's like half of those characters are New Mutants characters. And and, I, and I'd also like to see like Mero, like Mero, who's never been a part of like a main like X Men team. No, like, she I, she's but, like but, a Mara, um a Morlock character mostly, isn't but, she? Sure, but like I also like Mero in the way that I am also like a big video game Capcom fan, and I just want to see her do a bunch of. Marvel vs. Capcom moves because like Mero was like a character in Marvel vs. Capcom 2, which is like one of the one of the oh. best games of all time. I did not remember. Mm-hmm. I know I have I had the character somewhere. Um, um we were talking well, about before like how like they kind of retrofitted her to be Spike in Evolution. Uh yeah, it, it's like not it's like not quite. It, it it's not quite. quite. It's pretty close. It's like, pretty much they, it's an it's kind of like uh, they bit off of her to make that character. But Mero is, like, a way, like, cooler design than, than Spike. Like, because, like, because, like, Spike is, like, a character, like, even, like, when we were watching Days of Future Past, you're like, oh, is that Spike? Is that Spike there? You're like, no, like, actually, that's just, like, a no-name, nothing, piece of shit. She has a couple of really cool designs. Like, there's one I'm grabbing from, like, her time in X-Force, and it's like fucking crazy looking. Yeah, like look at any design of her in like Marvel's Capcom Two, and you're like, oh, this is like look the coolest X Men design. Yeah, yeah she is like, pretty cool looking. Like yeah, Marrow's great. Like Marrow's okay. Super that's kind of cool. Oh um, yeah, her Marvel vs. Capcom design is like the very '90s. That's like the figure that I had 
kind of design. Yeah, the X Force design and, is and, like and really and cool. And she's like never like quite up to this point, like done the whole thing where she like does like the super where she like 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 fucking flexes and like all like the the bones come out from her body and do like the the like the ramming into like her enemy. Like, yeah. Um, but the only other thing like I kinda wanna talk about, like I, I joked about on Twitter was Okay, so I assume you're talking about how um, Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League has an official date now. Yeah, we yes, talked. We talked about that. Which, like, I feel like we had like I, I thought we had months before we had to like kind of deal with that shit. But like, hey, man, so the I guess is what we deal deal with now. So um, at the same time, there's like the drop of like this movie. At the same time, there's like some kind of like food menu or menu option. Oh, I forgot about mentioning this. Thank you for reminding like a, me. It's like a mother box that's like also like a food delivery service. What? 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 Right, hang on. I have it right here. I have but it. Like, but it's like also like really weird that's like. The mother box is like delivered to basically like protect the person that's attached to you. And it's like this mother box is designed for the person to eat them. And it's like there's like some like Freudian thing that's about like eating the thing, eating the mother figure that's there to protect you. I'm uh I just put it in the um I put it on in the chat in Discord if y'all want to see it. Wonderland at home. Keep scrolling down, it's at the bot it's like when you keep scrolling down. Like Are you of legal drinking age? Yeah, this like, is like goofy. But it's like yeah, it's like I don't fucking get it. Oh my god, it's hundred and thirty bucks for a for two bot for a box. Two people. Two. That's a lot. Comes with Icelandic cotton chips with trench dressing. So you get you can, fish and chips, you get a burger, uh, some get, sort of um, corn dish. Resurrection. You get a p- ancient Themyscarian <laughs> fire, which no one knows what it is. It's going to be buffalo sauce. <laughs> Snacks and extras, which no one knows what it is. You, you get, get beer. Two beers, uh, and then you get a coffee. A cold brew can. This thing's dumb. Under two, uh, 200 pounds. I kind of feel like buying it just to like talk, maybe maybe fucking talking about it on here. When does this come out? This is supposed to drop uh, April, May, twenty twenty one. I mean, I'll buy it for my birthday. Um, so, in May. so in other words, this is coming out April, May of after the movie comes out. So it comes out in March. This is coming out after the movie. So weird. Like, how do you not have this like ready to go by the time the movie comes out? Wouldn't that be the point? Well, is it something that Warner Brothers is doing, or like? It's I think it's in collaboration. Yeah, it's, it's Warner Brothers offering Justice League themed meal kit called the Mother Box. Uh, um, Apparently, Warner Brothers is gonna. This is not the first movie they're doing this with. They said they're gonna do uh, Wonderland at Home, a service where hardcore fans with deep pockets can order themed meal kits inspired by various Warner Media titles. One of the what other Warner Brothers movies are coming out? Well, you that can, we get can a, expect boxes. I mean, I'm hoping for a Godzilla Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Godzilla versus Kong. No, oh, that'd be pretty cool. You get like radioactive the slushy or something. I don't know. Something I don't know. I'm looking to see what Warner Brothers has coming out this year. 
Uh, can't wait for the Fantastic Beasts version of this in like next year. Mortal Kombat, The Conjuring, uh, In the Heights, Space Jam, Suicide oh, Squad. In the, in the Heights, I feel like you could do something with. Yeah, you just get a bunch of like uh, since they're all like uh, South South American immigrants. Yeah, you could get like you know Puerto Rican this, you know Dominican this, whatever blah blah. Oh yeah, you there's definitely something you could do with In the Heights. Um, Space Jam two. Space Jam, you could just do like kids meal stuff. Suicide Squad. You wouldn't there. just do like a stuffed rabbit. Oh. <laughs> there, well, hang on, hang on. There is the um the many saints of Newark, aka the Sopranos prequel. Just put Italian food in there. Oh, gabagool. Gabagool. Oh. Let's put some gabagool in. And then uh, Dune. Dune. I feel like you just do a lot of spices with Dune. <laughs> yeah, some worms. No, aren't there like some uh, worm delicacies out there? I'm sure there is. And then King Richard and Matrix. Matrix, just give him a holographic meal. It's not real. <laughs> give him the steak that he talks about that isn't real. In the, in the <laughs> but uh, that's this year. I don't know what else they're going to do. I mean, Fantastic Beasts. Oh, Elvis Presley. I know that movie got pushed back, first of all. I mean, I'm not surprised, but. like super funny where, like, people, like, there's, like, certain people who are just, like, 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 uh, like so and so. Uh, why am I playing that guy's name right now? Who was in like in the the Pirates of the Caribbean? Jack Sparrow. Yeah, Jack Sparrow. I mean, same Johnny thing. Depp? Yeah, same thing. Oh yeah. But it's like we, the idea that's like um they're like oh I can't believe like they would fire him from like uh uh, uh like Johnny Depp. Sorry. Like what the fuck? Sorry, I've been drinking this whole entire fucking night watching the Royal Rumble. Um, but it's like the whole entire idea that it's like people are like, oh, like I can't believe they fired Johnny Depp from um, Fantastic Beasts. Fantastic Beasts. It's like, well, like that that fucking series sucks. Like it's like it's it's like really it's like it's kind of a blessing that he got like let go from that franchise because like can we all fucking agree like. Those first two films are really bad, and we don't want to see really anything more of them. And I really, mean, to be fair, has... you replaced him with Mads Mikkelsen, which is like a step up, if you ask me. I mean, no disrespect to Johnny but, Depp, but but like it's also a step down from Mad Mikkelsen because I feel like Mad Mikkelsen should be better served elsewhere. Like I feel yeah. like Fantastic Beasts is like a dead franchise in a lot of the ways. The only thing I'm looking forward to for Fantastic Beasts is like a 20 minute. You know, wizarding duel between Dumbledore and Grindelwald. Whenever that happens, let me know. I'll go in. That's not going to be until the fifth movie. (laughs) Also, like, why are they, like, it's not just like those movies are bad. It's also like they're from a creator who, like, nobody wants to deal with anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. We could talk about some of the stuff we've been reading um, because we're getting close to midnight here and Siler's already drunk and I'm halfway there. <laughs> uh, Siler, since who, who, who won the wrestling really quickly? Bianca Belair won the women's Royal Rumble, which is pretty fucking rad. Uh, and then Edge won the men's Royal Rumble, which is also pretty oh, fucking cool. rad. Like, that's pretty cool. Royal Rumble, uh, like if, if, if you're not like someone who, like, uh, I feel like if you've been alive since like I'll 1985, you would know what the Royal Rumble is. I'll be honest, yeah, I didn't like, realize we're still wrestling. Well, he came back in the last Royal Rumble, right? What was like, that? that was a big thing. Edge came yeah, he, back he, he, during the last Royal Rumble, right? Yep, yep, yep. Um, oh, I thought his cool. back is, like, broken in two. Um, 
Well, like, so, like, the whole thing with, like, Edge was he retired maybe about 10 years ago because of his neck, and he came back last year um, because he was like, I hey, I feel better, and he did pretty I, well and, and got eliminated, but uh, this year he uh, debuted number one, lasted the whole entire thing, uh, and, and won it. Um, and, yeah, like, I think the Royal Rumble was a really good pay-per-view. Like, all the matches are great. There's no, like, there's no match I would call, like, a, a loser. Like, I I think, like, yeah, it was it was a, a pretty fun show. And all the people who should have won, totally won. Well, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad it seems like all the wrestling fans are happy with what happened. Yeah, cool. That's awesome for them. Awesome for you guys. I have not watched wrestling since I was in, like, middle school. So it's been a while. I tried like two years ago. I think I watched like a raw post WrestleMania and it was like an hour of talking and I was like, yeah, I can't do this. I just moved on. And it was like the one time I was like, oh, why don't we try? Because she watches the Diva shows and the Bella Twin shows. It's like, oh, let's I want to actually see like what they do on the show. And I was like, oh, no, this is this is not entertaining. I think it was like a bad time in wrestling. Yeah, I think that's the thing is like you you gotta kind of like pick your spots it's like you know you know it's like a lot of wrestling is bad but like what is great is like the best it's like the best like you know you know it's, it's like you you guys like find your spots but like mm-hmm. for, for tonight it was it was a good show oh good but like for me like oh my god uh my fucking death. uh don't fall out of your chair no like I, so i had my dad's and um, it's like fucking like some, some secondhand thing, so it's like I need to like fix it at some point. But it's like, but basically, uh, the the, the thing I kind of wanted to say of like about things that I've been watching, um, it's it's basically been like a lot of like web comics for me because uh, it's a lot of uh, questionable content, uh, dumbing of age, um, uh, which has which are been like kinda, like. Week, uh, daily slash bi daily comics I've been reading, um, which have been pretty fun. Um, there's like a other webcomic I've been reading called The Rock Cox, which is about a band that, uh, loves to get, uh, like semi nude while getting on the stage and them dealing with like, um, record producers, uh, which has been really fun, but, like, that also only updates, like, once or twice, like, a week. Um, and then the last couple have been, like, me getting caught up with some comics because of, um, they're not quite here in the United States. Uh, one of them is called, uh, uh Don't Bully Me, Negataro, which is, like, a manga about this girl named Negataro who is, like, this kind of mean, uh, mean girl who bullies this guy who, like, loves doing art, uh, and, but she's, like, very, kind of, she's, like, super into him, but she doesn't, like, let him know about it, and so, like, the whole entire book is about her kind of, like, making fun and bullying this guy while also just, like, being, like, kind of in love with him, but, like, not letting him know. So it's, like, a very kind of fun book. Um, 
And the last book I've been kind of like getting caught up on, um, uh, uh, high high school girl dash, which there's a oh. show. Oh yes, yes. Oh yes. I sorry. I I watched the high school girl anime and I fucking loved it. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay, was that the so, one on Netflix? Yeah, yes. So, yeah. So I I've been watching High School Girl on Netflix and I'm like maybe about two episodes away from uh finishing it and uh it's like super great about a boy who ends up like meeting this girl who is also very good at fighting games and she and he and her end up like kind of developing this friendship about fighting games and there's like a third girl who like also kind of gets into fighting games and is like in love with the main character and like you know tries to like battle for the guy's affection but, like, the main character is, like, also, like, just very oblivious, like, for this part, to, like, female affection. And, like, it, it is what it is. So, High School Girl Dash is basically set, um... It's, like, 10 maybe, years later, not 15 years later? Yeah, like, maybe about 10 years later, where the, the, third, the third wheel girl is, like, a teacher at the school, like, where she grew up at, and... It's, like, her trying to be, like, an upstanding teacher while also being someone who uh, tries to be, like, helpful to her students. And it's and she it's tries good. to be cool with them. Yeah. It, I think I read the first seven chapters, like, a few months ago. I don't, I don't, I don't know if any more came out. Uh, currently, there's 12, and I, I, I think it's, like, pretty good so far. I was reading some weird, not the best translations, but, you know, whatever. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed, I enjoyed what I read. Uh, but that's what I've, I've read so far. Um, John Scott? So, I'm going to fully admit right off the bat, I haven't read, I, don't, I think the last time I read a proper comic was when I read Days of Future Past for the show, because I haven't read Turtles or Power Rangers in a while, so that's because I got myself a tablet for my birthday, and Ooh. I... Eh, nothing too fancy. And I've been reading, um, I've, I was a fan of the Percy Jackson books when I was younger, so I've been reading, like, some of the spinoff shows, like, uh, or spinoff books, rather, like, um, The Heroes of Olympus, so I'm on book three of that right now, and it's good so good far. Good shit. Good, it's good, good shit. So, it is. Oh, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I agree with you. And I'm excited to see what the rest of the books in that universe, I guess you could say, entail, because I haven't read anything past the original series. All right. Well, I can't wait to have this conversation later when you're done. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say let's let's. I've read the first two books and I'm halfway through the third, so I might need to wait a little bit. Oh wow. Right. Uh, Leo, have you been reading anything? Um, I read the the new Star Wars High Republic Light of the Jedi book. Um, oh, how was that? I'm, oh, I've heard I, some of that stuff's I, really good. Highly enjoyed it. I really liked it. It could be also because I double dipped and I got the audible book to listen to at work. So the auto uh, the audio book is like. Really high, high, really done well. There's like sound effects and oh, good! I heard that book was that. dope. It, I enjoyed it immensely. I got one of the junior books, which I haven't read yet, just because it's so small. I, I could probably read it in like in the, like two hours, but I was so surprised by how small it was. So I just kind of have it there. The young adult novel comes out, I think, tomorrow or Tuesday, so I should get that soon. The comic book, um, I'm probably it's only six issues, I think, so. I'm probably going to wait for those series to end and just buy the graphics together and, and go through that. But 
I don't know. Like again, it's 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 really cool. Like the character, I I enjoyed most of the characters that appeared. Um, the villains uh, are really great for not being force users because there's no so far there's no like Sith or anything. But I, uh, they're called the Nihil, and they're they seemingly are just originally just like uh you know a group of pirates like space pirates whatever. But though once we um once they kind of start like being known and kind of like being like sussed out they kind of become way more dangerous just because they're I-, I would argue i guess most people have been saying they're a little mad maxian and like the way that they're, they're described and the way that they're all like kind of rowdy and crazy and they wear like crazy masks and some of them get on drugs before they go out on raids and whatever and um yeah i don't know like, I-, I i enjoy what i read so far uh there's a really cool moment where um, the Force is described in a way that reminded me of when Yoda first talks about the Force in Episode Five, where he's going through the whole speech, and then Luke is like, "Whatever," and then he like pulls out the X-wing. There, there was a moment like that for me in the book. Oh, that's and I was cool. Like, I was like sitting down and listening to it. And I was like, "Oh, it's so good." Um, yeah, there's a whole new race they point. created. It's interesting. The which one? There's a whole new race they created for this. It seems. Oh, the Nihil. Yeah. Well, it's not a race. It's just that it's, they're all. It's, it's like a, a of, like a religion kind of. It seems like. Yeah, kind it's of. And like I, again, I'm, kind I'm of like a not Mandalorian like that you see in Rebels, but like Mandalorian that you see in like Knights of the Old Republic, where they're kind I of more argue, like a concept. I would argue that they're more like the War Boys from Mad Max Fury Road. Like that's like the closest mm-hmm. I ever come. Oh, to. okay, that's a good description. Yeah, but there's like three to four leaders depending. And again, I don't, I'm like um. I don't want to spoil it too much, but like, what kind of ends up happening in the beginning is that like, there's an accident in a hyperspace which is considered impossible, and the Nihil might or might not be re- responsible for it. And it, but it's like, if they are, how did they do it? Can they do it again? And it's also like dangerous because like, basically a ship explodes in the hyperspace in the middle of hyperspace flying, and all the fragments basically explode, but. They exploded in hyperspace, so they just kind of like exit all the shrapnel exits in hyperspace, and it causes damage because it hits, you know, planets or or other things. And when that happens, you know, it, oh, yeah. it explodes. I mean, we saw what happened in episode seven when um, Haldo, you know, hyperspace the ship, but that happens like on a galaxy wide scale. Well, that's seven and, or eight. Uh, seven or eight. Sorry, I think it was eight. Yeah. 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 But yeah, like we saw that, and I guess they, I don't know if they've taken the concept from that, but like it, it, it's like, yeah. And that's like the very first chapter, that's what happens. And it's it's a bit of like a, a rescue effort. And then from there, like a mystery. And then, uh, yeah, more than that. Again, I, I highly enjoyed it. I don't know if I'm just, I'm always pro Star Wars. That might be biased, but I don't know. I like it a lot. No, that's fine. The whole, that whole era sounds like super dope and everything. So I'm excited to dive into it when I get the opportunity to. And I'm excited for when that, um, that Star Wars Disney Plus show set in that time period comes out. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I'll probably that's not about 2023, but again, again, when it happens, I'll, I'll be um, I'm, I'm there for it. I also have been reading a bit of manga, um, Kaiju Number Eight. It's only like 20 chapters, but it's it's really cool. There's um, it's a world where like, hey, Kaiju exist all the time, and they're always attacking, and we have a defense force, but we're gonna focus on the cleanup crew. One of the guys, he's like. I wanted to join the defense force, but I, I tried out and I kept flunking every time. So now I just clean up the guts and then he gets infected by a kaiju and he becomes a kaiju hybrid, human hybrid. 
and um hijinks is soon from there it's only like fun chapters i've enjoyed the designs the characters and the story so far but uh since, since it's a new manga it's like hard to wait every week for a new chapter instead of just like <laughs> no i'm totally because there's like a bunch of the stuff that i've started reading on um we call on like webtoon like i'm like oh they're taking so long with the translations um because like the one i was reading um was um was it omniscient reader and then there's a new one i highly suggest on webtoon called micro hunter and basically like, everyone in the world gets turned into like three inches tall simultaneously but they're all given like an ability and but some people it was like different people in the world wrote like a book or like a story of this exact thing happening like in every language across the world but like no one paid attention to it so like the main character's sister was one of them um it's just like interesting it's like oh shit they're ants like the ants just killed like 50 people because like they're the size of ants um yeah it's like it's very bloody and gruesome um and then I've been keeping up on the X books. They were pretty interesting. One of the ideas, it's why I posted that thing on Facebook the other day. So they're kind of playing with the idea and is going through the character Scout. Um, and Scout is like, I think she's a clone of X-23 or she's just another Wolverine clone. Um, but like, because oh, no, no basically in one of the other books, um, they encountered Madeline Pryor, and they were like, oh, can we resurrect her? And they're like, no, she's not a real person. She's a clone, so we're not going to resurrect her. And they're like, well, what does that mean for, like, a lot of the other ones that, like, are good ones, like X-23? Um, That's yeah. And so the one character is, I think her name is Scout. I gotta look I'm trying to, like, find her in, like, the Marvel database like of stuff but there's like another character called scout here she is gabby kinney uh she's a clone of laura kinney so she's a clone of a clone weird so she's like a mini wolverine but i think she has like one claw on each hand and each foot just one yeah and she was kind of trained to be like a replacement for x-23 she possesses similar powers healing uh strength speed endurance reflexes and yeah, and Gabby was like a secondary character within the uh, all new Wolverine book for like a, a good long bit. And, Ga- and Gabby is great. Like, yeah, she's becoming. I can't remember. I think it's um, in the New Mutants book. She's like kind of been popping up, and like it's really this discussion of like clones because she's been like trying to hang out. Like Laura's not around because she's running around with one of the teams, and so she's trying to talk to Dakin, but Dakin's doing shit with. North Star sister, and it's like it's like interesting that she's like trying to talk Dokken because Dokken is her like pseudo brother. Brother, yeah, he's a step clone. He's a step clone. Yeah, yeah. So, but she's like hanging out with the little kids, and they have her, and she's like goes to talk to a bunch of other characters, and like um, where they're like, we don't know you. Like we were, we got resurrected because we died in Genosha. Like whoever you're talking about, like. That happened in like some weird pocket universe, so that wasn't us. Um, but yeah, the whole concept of like because it happened in Hellions, they find Madeline Pryor, and Havoc is like, so can we bring her back? And they're like, no, she's not a real person. And then they that trickles down into the New Mutants book, and Scout hears someone talk about that and is like, what the fuck does that mean if I die? Will they mm-hmm. not bring me back? 
Um, I mean, like, and that's and that's like also like the preceding like question about like a lot of the resurrection questions about Krakoa is mm-hmm. that um, I mean, like, you know, it's like pertaining to this conversation. It's like if you're a clone of a character of a clone of a character, like, do you are you be or can you be resurrected in the way that all other mutants can be able to be resurrected in? And it's like, well, like, it seems like. If you're like a clone of a clone of a clone, you can't be. Well, that, they just are that, choosing not to. It's not that you can't be. It seems like they are saying no. Like the council is saying no. Which seems like super fucked. That that's the the thing that they say is that like yeah, as of now, because when they talk to Havoc about it, they're like, as of now, no. And Havoc's like, this is fucking bullshit. Like she was with us through all of that other shit, and the reason she went crazy is because all of the bullshit around us. And it's like, she was like, he's like, Sinister's at the fucking council. He's just like, this doesn't make any sense. Um, and it ties also into Cable's book because Cable has, inter- or like the big bad of Cable's book has kind of been revealed, um, which the last issue was fun because Rachel showed up and it was like interesting seeing like, so basically like they are looking for like these missing children cases. And then, like, it's, like, two normal cops, and they're, like, trying to deal with stuff. They're starting to do that more, which I like, is, like, branch out. And they're like, oh, what can you do? And Rachel's like, hold on, and, like, does her psychic time shit. And the cop's like, holy fuck, what was that? And it's like, okay, they're here. And they're like, what do we need? It's like, we are we have diplomatic community. We can just do whatever we want, like her and Cable. Well, then you just have um, Danny Glover come in and say it's just been revoked. Uh, well, that's tight. Like, okay, yeah, someone laughed. Someone got it. Yeah. Um, in the X Factor Dying book, they down. do the same thing because there's a tease thing because um, Siren has killed herself twice and they don't know what the fuck is going on. And she like won't answer questions. Hmm. So they found her, like found her body. Um, I think she was in the Mojoverse and she died on film like because Mojoverse bullshit. And there's several other mutants stuck there. Um and they brought her back, and then she flew up really high in the air, and then just let herself fall. And also, Dakin and North Star sister are fucking now, um, which is interesting. Oh, like that. Yeah, the X Factor book is like really cool because I can't remember what's the so like, what's the kid who can like learn anything by watching someone. I mean, I mean, like, hey, man, like, I got. Uh, He's not like I, a nobody. <laughs> sure. Uh, are you talking about like? Uh, like a, like a taskmaster? No, he has. But, but he like, has like he, a same pass. He has the same powers as taskmaster. Yes, yeah, sort of. Um, who the hell's? I'm trying to find a thing that says like all the characters. Prodigy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Prodigy. Prodigy is taking all these dead mutant bodies and he's baking a body farm because like no one's ever ever studied like mutant decay and like what it means to die and like have your body sit on Krakoa and everyone's like this is fucked up. And, like, Siren shows up, like, oh, shit, get her in the other room. She can't see her other dead bodies that we have just, like, out in our yard. Um, Why would they leave him there? Because that's the whole... Do you know what a body farm is? No, I'm sorry. I'm don't. i not reading the the books, so I don't... Well, no, a body farm is something that, like, uh, law enforcement do. So, basically, they take... When you donate your body to science, some of the ways they can see is, like, they'll put your... They'll put bodies in certain things, like, they'll wrap them up in a tarp and then that's how they figure out like scientifically like that's what's been done to this body like 
oh, what happens to decay if it's been wrapped in a tarp and buried three feet under the ground or four feet or six feet or 10 feet or not under a tarp? Like they do experiments on dead bodies to see how they decay. And you it still helps do that with... to this day? Yeah. Why? Don't we have it all figured out by now? Yes, but they have to like do new things. Like what happens when they pour this chemical on you or do this thing? It's like a constant research thing. Um, basically, if you watch the show Bones, it's like that's like 90% of what Bones is. Um, is based on that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, the Xbox have been really fun for uh, the current ones. And I really haven't read like much DC. I've actually been reading, I did like a month of Marvel Unlimited, and I'm going back and reading some old X-Men stuff. And so far I've read uh, Second Coming, The Five Lights, Age of X, Utopia, like kind of all that stuff that leads to Schism and AVX. Um, Age of X is real weird, but kind of interesting. It's like a very alternate reality thing. But like seeing that Cyclops is really interesting compared to the Cyclops that we have right now. Um, but it's kind of interesting. I'm, I'm, it's cool seeing like where we're like where the mutants were leading up to where they are now. Um, yeah, I think that's kind of all I've been reading. I don't know. Uh, been playing Knights of the Old Republic again because I'm a nerd. Yeah, that's about up. it. Yeah. Oh man, there's like people did like 4K updates on it. Oh really? I just yeah, see Hyrule like, Warriors and hell yeah. Yeah, there's like tons of tons of like updates and stuff you can add on. Um, it's interesting. So yeah, there's like uh, that's pretty much it. Um, all right. So I think we haven't decided what our next like movie or whatever we're gonna watch and read is. So we will catch you guys up on that next time uh does everybody want to plug anything i mean you can no. find me on twitter on um john g-o-h-n underscore f-n underscore siler s-c-i-l-e-r uh same thing on instagram um where i talk about you know work stuff um and other shit yeah it's and a also... if you want to i don't really care <laughs> i would just say go listen i'm not even on the episode but go listen to the episode where leo crashed the phantom zone for the last five minutes it was genuinely one of the funniest goddamn things i've ever listened to oh, um, oh i have to listen i think it's like the last 10 minutes of the show or something like that but yeah i don't know i don't know what i was and, like when i did and that. apparently you're like the first one to have ever done it too so why haven't you i mean why haven't you guys done that just like because i just saw that they were recording and i was like I'm normally asleep if I'm not recording. <laughs> yeah, I'm usually asleep too, but honestly, now that yeah, you I have never... West Coast privilege, <laughs> I guess that's true. Um, yeah, you can follow my little puppy dog who's not so little anymore on Instagram and TikTok at Notorious Rose BG. There'll be some photos and videos of her playing her first snow. We got snow today, and oh, um, yeah, check that out. Is that everybody? Yeah, I got nothing. I believe so. All right. So we'll catch you guys next time. Adios. Goodbye. Oh, boy. Nope. That's the wrong ones. Oh, so recording? Keep it in. Keep it in. Keep it in. Yeah, I copy and pasted the wrong things. I was about to start talking off about how much I hate. So I guess I'll join the Great Lakes Avengers. How can we